Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And now we have uh, the uh, governor of South Dakota, and uh, she's, uh, I'm not sure if she's in New York today. Her name is Christy Nome. Uh, governor Nome, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to visit with you. It is a little rainy here, though. I am here for the day, and uh, I was hoping for a little more sunshine. Maybe it'll come out here later today. Maybe tomorrow. The sun will shine. Tomorrow? What, what, what was the play? The sun will shine tomorrow? The sun will there come There we go. Out. The sun will come Annie. out. Annie. That's right. <laughs> uh, tell us, uh, why did uh, Bill Gates buy 300,000 acres in South Dakota? Yeah, I'd love to know. You know, this this is a very interesting to me. He's been buying up land all over the country. And so, you know, not a trustworthy individual by what his agenda may be. I would say that it's something for us to all keep our eyes on. Hey, hey Christian, this is Pete King. How you doing? Hi, Pete. Gosh, good to hear from you, Pete. Good to talk to you. How, how are things in South Dakota with the economy and uh, energy? I mean, uh, you know, the Keystone Pipeline shut down. How has that impacted your state? Oh, yeah. Well, South Dakota is doing great. We have the number one economy in the country. We have less than 600 people on unemployment in the entire well, state. Well, of course, it's a great governor. Working. A great governor yeah, does yeah, that. Yeah, well, we got good people, uh, too. But, you know, we and our incomes are growing faster in South Dakota than anywhere else. But... But it has to, to keep up with what Joe Biden is doing on inflation here in this country. You know, he's taking it right back out of their pockets. I'd say the Keystone Pipeline getting shut down was devastating. You know, our number one industry is agriculture. We're a heavily energy-dependent state. When he shut that down, it not only cost us jobs, but it cost a lot of these counties and schools property tax revenue uh, and, and the higher transportation costs now to get fuel and gas and oil where it needs to go is is putting right on the back of hardworking South Dakotans. Governor, it's uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. I understand you have a new book that's coming out this week, Not My First Rodeo. Could you tell us about it, please? I, I do. I do. It's really a story of, you know, most people probably think I would write a political book. It's It does have some political stories in it, but it's mainly about my life so far, some of the lessons I had growing up, um, how I made my decisions throughout life when I was outside of government and politics, but also once I got into politics. I think most people in this country probably first heard my name during COVID and don't know much else about me. So it's a chance to tell my story and help people understand a little bit about where I came from. And right now in this country, people are so curious about the West, about rural America, about what our way of life is like. I think that this is a good chance to kind of showcase how life is in South Dakota and how wonderful it is. Governor Nome, this is Lydia Serrani. To hear President Biden blame all that ails this country on Trump, on Putin, on COVID, what goes through your mind? Well, you know, honestly, I just don't listen to him very much. I mean, I don't know. Does anybody <laughs> listen to him? I, I, It's just difficult. I think even the Democrats are ushering him out the door. You know, they're just trying to figure out who's next. So, you know, I, I'm just constantly amazed by how they use fear to control people. We've seen them using that through all these Supreme Court decisions the last week. 
um, and and how they're using scare tactics and lying and blaming someone else. You know, what we're living with today as far as increased energy costs, increased food costs, supply chain issues, but even national security decisions, those rest squarely on Joe Biden's shoulders. That is his responsibility. He did this to our country, and we've got to figure out a way to talk to people about it in a way that they recognize this has nothing to do with President Trump or Republicans. This is all Democrat socialism that they've embraced and put into place. Well, as, as we said before, and I think we talked about it, and I've said it uh, in many news agencies, if you open up the spigots and oh, we can do 15 million barrels uh, a day in the United States if, they, if the Washington allowed us to, then the price of oil will come back down to normal. And if it comes down to normal, there is no inflation. Oh, absolutely, because now we have to import um, our energy. They're controlling the prices, um, and, and anything that we do generate and use here in the United States obviously is on that, on that world market as well. And so what we've done by making us dependent on foreign sources is we've given them all the control, all the control over our energy supply when we were energy independent just a year and a half ago, two years ago. So it has been a complete turnaround, and it's only strengthened our enemies. Governor Nome, do you feel that there is a portion of the population trying to transform our country? Uh, John Katzmatidi says it's a it, big portion. It's a small they, portion. They, yeah. they, they are what I. They're a portion that uh, speak out, yell, scream, holler, and the com even the common sense Democrats are scared crapless about them. Yeah, well, and they're too scared to even speak up at all. So they're controlling the narrative. You know, yes, I knew for years that we had people that were serving in our government, elected officials in Congress that basically were socialists. They embraced all the policies, but they would have never embraced it as publicly or boldly as they do today. I guess that's the one thing that concerns me the most is how quickly I've seen that change the last couple of years, where they went from being true believers but doing it behind closed doors to all of a sudden out there aggressively shoving it down people's throats, telling them it's the only way to move forward. So it's a lot of good leaders that I know right now are discouraged and, and they're tired of fighting. They want to quit. And I would just say As, to everyone. Don't, don't forget what Larry Kudlow says. The cavalry is coming. The cavalry <laughs> is coming. Right. And it'd be the worst time to quit. We need people to double down and to continue to Talk about the fact that leadership has consequences. Nobody knows that more than people in New York. Goodness sakes, you guys went through hell because you had the wrong yes, leadership in yes. place. Well, Governor uh, Christine Nome of South Dakota, thank you so much. And welcome to New York. Spend some money while you're here. <laughs> and uh, we hope the sun shines on you tomorrow. Well, thank you. And I hope you all get the time to read the book. It's being released tomorrow. It's called Not My First Rodeo, but it is... Uh, an interesting book. I think people will love it. So buy it anywhere books are sold. Great okay. talking to you, Christy. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much. Take care, Pete. Uh, See you later. Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we have uh, John, McLaugh John McLaughlin tell us what's going on in the polls in New York City. You know, tomorrow is primary day. Let's take that break first.